Voting is a right and a responsibility. And with great responsibility comes great power at a chance to have a say in decisions that matter most to me. Well, maybe not most, but y'all get what I'm saying, right? So all jokes aside, the Game Awards has officially announced the nominees. And of course, it's hosted by Jeff Keighley, which is an annual recognizing um, event of outstanding achievements in the gaming industry. Now, with that being said, poor went out for Respawn because I don't know what they did to make Jeff Keighley or the Game Awards committee upset, but they did not receive any type of Game of the Year nominations for Jedi Survivor. And for that, I think it's blasphemous to quote my man Stephen A. But, hey, what are you going to do, right? The nominee leaders are... Allen Week 2, Baldur's Gate 3, and uh, that's basically it. So Allen Week 2 and Baldur's Gate 3 leads the nominations with eight each, including a nomination for Game of the Year. Now, I've been watching the Game Awards show enough for quite some time now to acknowledge and see where they're trying to go with the show. Now, the games with the most nominees usually means that they're the most likely to win game of the year. It's been like that for the past two to three years. So I don't think they will change it anytime soon. So I think Alan Wake 2 or Baldur's Gate 3 will end up winning game of the year. And guess which one I'm going to choose? Probably Baldur's Gate 3 because I've been hearing that it's just far and away the best game of the year. Comparable to Elden Ring when it came out last year, as far as its competition lacking when it comes to quality and the amount of bang for your buck. Like, I've seen some interest, interesting customizable options in Baldur's Gate 3 when it comes to certain significant others. Let's just put it like that, because it involves a bear, and if I get into it, I may get just may get flagged even though flagging doesn't happen on podcasting but you get what i'm saying they're they're wilding all right you can do whatever you want in Baldur's gate 3 let's just say that <clears throat> so anyways um the biggest thing that i want to acknowledge is jedi survivor being snubbed because my personal well that's my personal game of the year at this point in time as that game just implemented so many new mechanics and improved upon the foundation of fallen order that i just believe led to it being such a comparable or compatible game for everyone like if you play fallen order compared to if you play jedi survivor jedi survivor is a much more gamer friendly game I mean, because, you know, there's difficulty levels, not just one, because there's a difficulty spike where you can put on a certain difficulty and it becomes Elden Ring. But as far as, like, difficulty. But then you can put it on, like, story mode and you could just breeze through the story. So Fallen Order, as far as mobility-wise, with Cal Kestis, who's the main character of that game, transitioning into Jedi Survivor, Cal Kestis' mobility is night and day. And the way that they improved upon it and made it a much more smooth experience to make you feel like a Jedi. I just feel like it has to be stated. Because I'm not going to spend this whole review talking about how Kyle Kestis was snubbed. But hey, 
you said it not me and technically he wasn't snubbed because apparently he was nominated on one of the awards for voice acting so as always like i started off the segment saying i am going to be voting you know they do say that voting is a way to change the future and have a voice for what you want and how to uh affect things in your community and your country you know so make sure to vote kids well you probably can't vote if you're a kid anyways you get what i'm saying all right <laughs> let's get into the list um as always analytic dreams video on spotify to see the video element along with the audio i do have the list pulled up i am logged in so i am a certified and eligible voter so i am about to vote on every single category even if i don't know anything about it which brings me to the first voting category i don't know all right <clears throat> so we have best esports event we have 2023 league of legends world of championship uh blast.tv paris major 2023 evo 2023 the international dota 2 championships 2023 and valorant champions 2023 of course since it says best esports event i don't really follow esports too closely but with the way that world of warcraft no no um is that what it is yeah world of warcraft that's what the league of legends thing is right maybe it's not maybe i'm getting the the two games mixed i'm pretty sure it's world of warcraft anyways i'm going with league of legends simply for the fact that that game has been around for what seems like centuries at this point and it's still going on strong so i'm gonna say that's the best esports event i would say evo 2023 since i'm a fighting game uh connoisseur but i don't want to be biased i think that league of legends will end up winning this event so i'm gonna vote for them i know that's probably not how it works i should probably get my own vote right i should probably vote for myself so i think league of legends is gonna win but i'm personally since i'm biased i'm gonna vote for evo so you know we're gonna we're gonna click that okay keep voting all right so we get to keep going all right, let me see. I'm going backwards for a reason. I didn't want to start with the game of the year. Like, who wants to start with the biggest event? Um, You earned a badge. Oh, I got a badge for voting? Okay, okay. It's like the real thing. Uh, Hopefully, uh, Sleepy Joe don't see me. All right, best esports coach. Now, I'm not even going to bother reading off the names because I don't know none of these people. So, I'm just going to go off uh, which name I feel like sounds great to me. Um, The homie. Sounds like a homie to me, so we're going to vote for him. All right. There we go. Best esports coach. I'm voting for Yoon, homie. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure y'all don't know any of these people either. But as always, once again, if you want to follow along with me, it's Analytic Dreams video on Spotify to see me clicking through this uh list. It's like the official list on the website. It's pretty cool. Um, as far as uh user interface. Best esports team. I don't know none of these people either. So I'm just gonna pick one. Uh let's go with Dang. usually sometimes i could pick out like certain esports team like uh what's it called phase aren't they an esports team i think that's it that's all i know see that's how you know i'm a casual i don't know any type of esports when it comes to esports i only know about the fighting tournaments i don't know any of the the shooting teams i don't know none of that the behind the scenes none of that um we're gonna go with JD Gaming just just because. Just because. That's what we're gonna do. Alright. So that was for best esports team that I had no knowledge about, which is okay. Best esports athlete. 
don't let don't let sports fans hear you say that athlete what it's so funny how sports fans i would say including myself because i am a sports fan but i don't act like this they have all the anger in the world but they never went to the gym you know gym builds up testosterone and things of that nature and they never been to the gym once to build muscle but somehow whenever their favorite team loses they're able to punch holes and 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 objects and walls and tvs but in real life they don't ever work out so i'm always thinking to myself where does this strength come from like your favorite team loses and all of a sudden you gain the ability to punch a hole through a wall what in the world anyways that's all i got for this because i don't know any of these uh esports athletes all jokes aside so we're gonna go with um we're gonna go with faker Simply because his nickname is Faker. I like that one. That's that's kind of fire. So we're going to go with Faker for best esports athlete. And then let's go to the next list. Hopefully some of these. Oh, okay. Finally, something I understand. All right. Best esports game. We have Counter-Strike 2, Dota 2, League of Legends, PUBG Mobile, and Valorant. Now, the one that I think is going to win would have to be... I would have to say League of Legends. I mean... I think was it Taylor Swift? They was able to acquire somebody to make their theme song. I think maybe it was Olivia Rodrigo. I forget who it was. I'll have to look it up. Hold up. It was literally somebody who they had do the do the theme song. It was a pretty big deal. World of Warcraft song. I don't know if that's gonna pull it up. That's not gonna pull it up. Yeah, I remember reporting on it, but I forget who it was. Maybe it was Dua Lipa. I don't know. It was somebody. So I'm gonna go with League of Legends. I think they're gonna win, and I think they deserve it. So that's that's my vote. I think League of Legends is gonna win that one. Uh, so that's my vote for best esports game. Let's go to the next one. <clears throat> I didn't press exit. What in the world? My fault. My fault. All right. Hey, they keep track. They keep track. So they, they hey. Vote my vote does matter, I guess, because they're keeping track. All right, there we go. We get to get right back into it. All right, content creator of the year. Um, I don't see analytic dreams on here, so we're just gonna skip now. This play, I'm just playing. Uh, let me see. All jokes aside, I don't know, like, no, like, disrespect. Is that what I have to say? Um, I don't know any of these creators, of course. Content creation is such a big, expansive world that you could be making a living for yourself and nobody knows about you. So, not saying that regarding these people, I'm just saying that in general. But specifically talking about these people, I think I've heard about Cypher. So we're going to go with him. I, I don't really, I haven't heard of any of the other ones. So we're going to go with Cypher. So that was content creator of the year. Now we have most anticipated game, uh, Final Fantasy what was it, 7. 7, right? Yeah, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth. <laughs> I don't know why it was, so, it was such a slow moment. I was like, that's 7. I did go to school, I believe. Anyways, uh, Hades 2, Like a Dragon, Infinite Health, uh, Infinite Wealth, Star Wars Outlaws, and Tekken 8. I'm trying to see. Oh, they have the uh, developers at the bottom. Massive. I've never heard of Massive. Huh. As far as the most anticipated game, you have to say Final Fantasy 7, right? Because that game was so good. Like, that's basically all I have. Like, it's basically such a well-crafted game that is just 
masterfully crafted in a way that people are putting up with the fact that it was split into two parts. So I have to say Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. And that's my personal vote too. So that's for uh, most anticipated game. Now what's the next one? Let's go into best adaptation. Come on now, we ain't gotta read. We ain't even gotta read this off. You already know it's gonna go to The Last of Us. I mean, if you get a show on HBO and is literally nominated with the likes of no disrespect, but Peacock and Netflix, like, come on now, like you, you know which one's gonna win. Uh, so I think Last of Us is gonna win, and I think it should win. I don't know the Super Mario Bros. movie. I enjoyed it. So personally, I'm a vote for Super Mario Bros. But I think that The Last of Us is going to win. So my vote goes to Super Mario Bros. Because I actually seen it, and that's the one. And I heard Gran Turismo is not as bad as people saying it. Like it is. They said it's actually pretty solid. So that's interesting. If you want to see that. And as far as Twisted Metal and Nocturne, I don't know what those are. So let's see. Uh, best multiplayer game. We have Baldur's Gate 3, Diablo 4, Party Animals, Street Fighter 6, and Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Best multiplayer game. It would have to go to either Street Fighter or Mario Bros, right? Because every time I hear about Baldur's Gate 3, it's all about customizable options which means that isn't it more of a single player type appeal? Like when I think of immense, immense customizable options in an open world RPG, I think Mass Effect, and that's more single player. Obviously, Baldur's Gate does have multiplayer because it's more of a turn-based card game. But if we're talking about strictly multiplayer, who or which game is best for the majority of gamers, I would have to say either Street Fighter or Super Mario. And I'm going to have to go with Street Fighter 6. But the reason I'm not going to pick Street Fighter 6 is because I think they have a category specifically for fighting games. So I think that's when it will get its due credit, if that makes sense. So I think both best multiplayer should probably go to... Dang it. So it's between Mario and Baldur's Gate. Best multiplayer. I don't even look at Baldur's Gate 3 like a multiplayer. Hmm. I might have to go Super Mario Bros, honestly. So multi so best multiplayer, I'm going with Super Mario Bros. And that may upset some Baldur Gate fans out there, but hey, at the end of the day, Super Mario, or not Super, but everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mario's one of the greatest gaming, well, maybe the greatest gaming character of all time. So, you know, I got to stick with my guns. Anyways, best sports slash racing esports uh so basically a soccer game do you have the rest racing games why do they combine sports and racing i mean i guess racing is a sport but is it really no i'll just let me chill let me chill all right um 
I would probably say I don't I haven't heard or played any of these games. No, I'm lying. I did hear about Forza. I heard that was pretty good. I'm gonna go with Forza. I think Forza will win this category. So for best sports slash racing, I'm going with Forza Motorsport. All right. So then we have best sim slash strategy. Best sim slash strategy. Turn-based simulation of strategy. Why is Barter's Gate not on here? If it's talking about turn-based, maybe I'm tripping. All right, we have a lot of games I've never heard of except for Fire Emblem and Pick'em 4. I remember I used to play with Pick'em in uh, Super Smash Bros. Just to throw the little uh, tail move with the um, his little minions in the back. They like grab onto each other to make like a tail. That stuff was so annoying. But anyways, um, just for that, I'm probably going to go with Fire Emblem as far as best sim slash strategy because the rest of the games I don't even, I've never even heard of. Where's the sims at? Isn't simulation like his main thing <laughs> like did they put out did they not put out a, a, a game this year i'm not gonna look that up but anyways um best slim uh, slash strategy i'm gonna give to fire emblem simply for the fact that i don't really know too many games off of this list so then let's get into best family <clears throat> now y'all know that nintendo is notorious for family games so for Legends of Zelda to not be on here makes sense because that game's more complicated, but still the appeal is very kid friendly, I would say. Um Party Animals is a game I've been seeing a lot of content creators stream. Shout out to uh, RDC World. But in general, when I think of family, I think of Nintendo games, and if it's not Nintendo, I don't want it. So we're gonna have to go with Super Mario Bros. And uh yeah, there we go. So best family game has to go up Super Mario Bros. I mean, if Mario isn't the ultimate family game, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know if y'all ever had this situation or this event. And I'm sorry for your loss if you haven't. But I remember going, I think it was like a holiday or something. We was having like a family outing, you know, extended family, all that good stuff. And we was playing uh, on the Wii. And we was playing this Mario game where you got the players Mario, Luigi, Peach, Daisy. And it was like a... It's like a party simulator. It was like Super Mario Party, I believe. But it was like, it was a different type of game. I'm not, I don't know how to describe it. Like it was, it was the actual Mario game. I know what Super Mario Party is, <laughs> but uh, it was the actual Mario game. We were just doing a certain mode where you got to play as like all the characters. So yeah, let's keep going. So that was, I'm, I'm choosing that for best family game. Best fighting game. We ain't even got to read off the list. I can't believe what NetherRealm is doing with Mortal Kombat 1. Like, they talk about Activision with, more, with Modern Warfare 3. The way that NetherRealm is treating Mortal Kombat 1, it's almost like you pay us, and then you pay us again to get the content that we should have gave y'all in the first place. Like, I don't understand what NetherRealm's doing. I just feel like they took they took their uh, audience for granted after their emergence with Mortal Kombat X into Mortal Kombat 11, becoming the best-selling Mortal Kombat game and one of the best-selling fighting games of all time, that now I think they was either rushed or they just don't care about the audience enough to give us a nice return on our investment. And sad to say, because I'm a huge fighting game connoisseur and I do have Omni-Man gameplay coming out soon, but 
I still have to be real with myself. You know, it's almost like me being a huge Spider-Man fan, but me not pointing out that, that the game is a buggy mess. You know, things have done. It goes hand in hand with uh, reviewing stuff. So best fighting game by far is going to be Street Fighter 6. It's not even a it's not even a discussion, honestly. <laughs> so best fighting game is definitely going to Street Fighter 6. And that's my personal pick as well. Um, I, I did try to play Street Fighter. I can't get down the controls. I think it's a, a curse whenever you play one game or the other. Like, if you play Street Fighter, you're going to be cursed in Mortal Kombat. If you play Mortal Kombat, you're going to be cursed in Street Fighter. Because I can get the most sweatiest of advanced combos in Mortal Kombat. Which, you know, shameless plug. If you ever want to see my gameplay, Mortal Kombat 1 gameplay, analytic dreams, and it should pop up on the Spotify channel. So, basically... I can do combos no problem in Mortal Kombat. Come over to Street Fighter and they want me to do a half turn circle, do this button, that button, just to get the super. I'm like, bro, I ain't doing all that. Like, come on now. Like, I don't know what they, what type of gamer they think I am. But I come from Mortal Kombat where you press like the back R2 and L2, or is it R1 and L1? Anyways, you press like two buttons at the same time to do your special. Now, in Street Fighter, there's like some type of half turn uh press the ones and the twos and then you get to do your special i'm like bro i ain't doing all that like, how about i just don't play <laughs> but yeah I, I think street fighter 6 is definitely going to get um best fighting game and deservedly so of course now let's get into best rpg so we have Baldur's gate we have final fantasy 16 that looks like 16 uh lies of p sea of stars and starfield wow starfield finally made its way on the nominee list that was another thing that a lot of xbox fans was mad about which i would be too imagine having spider-man on the best games of all t uh, uh as the game in the year nominee but you don't have starfield and i'm like it's almost like the game awards is is leaning towards one exclusive party versus another like i hope politics isn't already seeping into the game awards Cause if it is, that's ridiculous. Like Starfield should obviously have a nomination for Game of the Year. So, but it is going up against Baldur's Gate, and Baldur's Gate I think is the best RPG game out by far. Like literally the epitome of RPG from what I've seen and heard about Baldur's Gate Three. The amount of options you have to customize your character, gameplay. And just overall satisfaction with the game is just out of this world. So, by far, best RPG is going to go to uh, Baldur's Gate 3. So, that was for uh, best RPG. Now, let's get into best action slash adventure. Uh, best action slash adventure. Now, finally, my game has finally get, gotten some type of recognition. Like... <clears throat> I feel like when Drake said on scholarships, I keep referring to this line, but I really do feel like this sometimes. I need acknowledgement. If I got it, then tell me I got it. Then if a respawn to finally get a nomination, I finally feel like they received their proper acknowledgement, even though it's not as much as I would hope for the game Awards show. At least they have them on some type of category. So me being biased, I'm going to say star Wars Jedi survivor, but of course, Alan Wake two, Marvel Spider-Man two, Resident Evil 4. Why is it? Isn't it a remake? Did they remake Resident Evil 4? Why is it on here? That's like if Mass Effect or that's like if uh, 
<clears throat> it's like if any game remade the most classic game ever and then tried to get it on the this year's game of the year or best whatever. Like, no, it's a remake. Like, come up with something original and then maybe we'll nominate you. But Resident Evil 4 is straight up a remake, right? Like a remake remaster. That's kind of weird. I'm not going to lie. So, um, and then you have The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So, of course, I would probably go with... I'll probably go with Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Shocking, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I honestly, y'all have to play the game. I think Jedi Survivor is really slept on to not receive. Like, I even see people upset with it. Like, people was just like, oh, where is... They was talking about some... Let me see. They was talking about some El Paso game. El Paso Elsewhere, which was some indie focus game that, like, won best game of the year on other nominees, but not on the game award 23 uh 2023 i don't know anyways el paso elsewhere everybody was upset that it wasn't on any of these game of the year uh list but or this one specifically but me personally i'm like why is nobody upset that star wars jedi survivor isn't on the list like that game is fantastic so anyways as far as my putting my business hat on <laughs> they probably want to make nintendo happy so the legend of zelda will probably win best action slash adventure um I could see Marvel Spider-Man 2 winning just because, you know, it's such a such a mammoth of a IP. But so is Legend of Zelda. So I I don't know. It's hard. I'm gonna say Zelda will win this category. Yeah. Personally, I gotta go with Jedi Survivor though. So I gotta vote for my man, you know. Pause. But yeah, so Jedi Survivor to me is just the best game by far. Alright. Not by far, because you know, gotta be respectful. Alright, best action game. So we have Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, Dead Island 2, Ghost Runner 2, Hi-Fi Rush, and Remnant 2. I would probably say that Bandai Namco did it again with back-to-back. -back, I feel like could have been Game of the Year nominees with Elden Ring. And then this year armored core so for best action game i'm going to go with armored core but it's nice to see an xbox exclusive on here you know gotta make sure they ain't uh swaying one way and trying to help out the console wars so i'm gonna vote for armored core and yeah obviously i can see like other games winning but that's the one i'm gonna pick so for best action game i think armored core 6 is going to win and i think it should win <clears throat> best vr slash ar i don't even know about this category because i don't even think technology has caught up yet to even make these um tangible to the casual audience so i'm just gonna pick one so let's just pick uh the racing game <laughs> let's pick gran turismo just because because i don't know any other ones i mean resident evil maybe but we're just gonna keep going so best vr slash ar game nobody cares uh best mobile game I would say nobody cares, but mobile mobile be putting up numbers when it comes to gaming. Like I wish I would review more mobile games, but honestly, it's such its own niche category that I feel like somebody who like if there was a channel specifically made 
off of somebody calling themselves like Mr. Mobile and covering everything mobile games, I think they could thrive. Which, you know, obviously there's probably people out there that only covers mobile games that are thriving. I'm just throwing that thought out there. All right, so best mobile game. I haven't heard of any of these. So I'm just going to go with Final Fantasy VII just because of name recognition. But I would think that uh, Monopoly Go should be on here, right? That's a mobile game. Or maybe they're thinking about a, a more... I, like when i hear mobile game like how advanced does it have to be like could marvel snap not be on here monopoly go where's that at <laughs> um what else apex legends had a mobile even though they no nah, they they killed that so yeah probably not that one yeah rp to apex legends mobile anyways monopoly go and uh marvel snap should de marvel snap should definitely be on here i heard marvel snap was really fire so, I don't know why that's not on here at all. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know if it didn't come out this year. Maybe it came out last year. But I don't remember it being on the list last year. But then again, that was a while ago. So, but yeah. So, let's get into the next category. Uh, best debut indie game. Now, not going to lie to you. I don't know none of these names. So, we're just going to look at the uh, names and just try to go off name recognition. Um, see, Cocoon can't go with that one for obvious reasons. Dredge, I don't know, man. I don't like that name. Pizza Tower, we're gonna go with that one because pizza is my favorite food of all time. That is my uh logic, and I'm sticking to it. All right, best independent game, still don't know. Let me see, we're going off name recognition again. Let's do CS Stars this time simply because I don't know best independent. Like, I don't know, what is that? Best community support. Ooh, this is a good one. Uh, come on now. Cyberpunk has to get this. Best community support. Y'all know, three years ago, the abomination that was labeled Cyberpunk 2077. That game made rounds for all. And when I say all, I mean that game made rounds for all of the wrong reasons cyberpunk 2077 was really one of those type of games where you just look at it and it's just like man how did you mess this up so bad so best community support well i have to go to cyberpunk 2077 simply for the fact that the whole fan base came back after they um led the developers to fix the game and then once they fixed the game all the player base came back like it like nothing happened like even me like i want to play cyberpunk now and i'll probably play it at some point in the future so yeah i think cyberpunk 2077 will win and i think they should win so i'm gonna go with cyberpunk 2077 over a no man's sky over a final fantasy 14 over a destiny 2 over a Baldur's gate 3 so my pick for best community support is cyberpunk 2077 then we have best ongoing game i mean it would have to go to fortnite i mean i'm not even going to read off the, the rest of the list like come on now fortnite what fortnite has done for gaming is like what lebron did for the nba like changed it forever and brought it to new heights that you need from your, your top games like gaming should be pushed forward in a way that makes the whole industry more or have more exposure to the general audience and for fortnite that's what it did it brought gaming to a whole new audience and even had drake 
out of all people yes we're talking about games specifically and i still brought up drake that has to be some type of record <laughs> but had drake literally playing fortnite and and joined it to the point where even travis scott hopped on the fortnite session when it was drake ninja and uh travis scott so i would have to say best ongoing by far is fortnite like it's it's not even close so anyways next category so now we have games for impact i don't know what that means so now we're just going off name recognition so i'm just gonna click one let's go with uh, a space for unbound simply because i like the name <laughs> like what, what type of category is games for impact what in the world innovation and accessibility hmm. this is a good one because i do not know so i'm too ignorant to give an actual objective opinion. So I'm just gonna go off the, the what I know, and I do believe that Marvel Spider-Man 2 had a lot of accessibility options, I believe. So we're gonna go with that one. Marvel Spider-Man 2 gets his first win in my book in innovation and accessibility. I had an exit voting again, my fault, my fault, y'all. My fault, I'ma tighten up. I'm going to tighten up. All right, we're almost done. You see the whole list? Hey, we've been voting. Don't ever let you say dreams ain't voting. <laughs> I mean, I'd be out here voting for real. Anyways, um, best performance. Uh, voice. Oh, it's voice acting. Okay. Not going to lie to you. Yuri Lowenthal is by far the best voice actor in 2023. The way that he portrayed Peter Parker in Spider-Man, the range that he went to, like, obviously, y'all know, I like Jedi Survivor, but I think Jedi Survivor is more like a Mass Effect type thing. Like, so many characters in the Survivor world is so well-casted and well-thought-out as far as the, the motives. And Spider-Man 2, by far and away, the best voice actor is Yuri Lorenthal. Like, obviously, for Najee Peter, who did Miles, you know, it wasn't a bad job. It's just like next to Yuri, it's, he was just on a whole nother level. And for the other characters, I haven't heard their performances for their... Um, I, well, I did hear Idris Elba for Cyberpunk. I did hear scenes from him. Um, but for the Baldur's Gate actor, the Alan Wake actor in the fantasy um, 16 actor on, I haven't heard any of the work. So I'm going with Yuri Lowenthal, who voiced Peter Parker, Spider-Man for best performance. And I think he'll end up winning. Like, I think it's a, a clear runaway winner in this category. So let's go to best audio design. Um, that's interesting. Cause I feel like best audio designs will have to go to horror. Cause I think that's basically the gist of every scary game is to make it sound and feel real so i'm gonna go with alan wake 2 that's what i'm gonna do resident evil 4 better not win any of the categories i'm not gonna lie to you like remaking a game should not put you in any category if that's the case then when they re when bioware remastered mass effect it should have been on all the categories and since y'all didn't do it for that game let's not do it for resident evil 4 because it doesn't make any sense to have a remaster up against new games that just came out this year all right, best score and music. I would have to say, I don't know too much about the scores of each and every one of these games, but I do believe Hi-Fi Rush was specifically based off of music 
as far as the gameplay. So I'm at to go a high five rush. That's basically my logic. And I don't know if it will end up coming to fruition, but I'm going with high five rush since it was literally a game about music and it's nominated on this list. All right. Imagine being strictly based on music as far as your gameplay and still losing. But hey, at least you're nominated, right? Best art direction. I don't think there's any better art direction than Mario. I'm not going to lie. Like the way that Super Mario has taken its direction in a bunch of ways. I mean, Mario has been a tennis player. This man has been an Olympic swimmer. This man has been to space. This man has uh, raced go-karts for no reason. He's done everything, right? The direction they've taken as far as art, artistic direction, I think Super Mario Bros. by far is the best one. So personally, I would choose Super Mario Bros., but I know... They're going to go with some type of a new-ish type of game. So I'm going to think, I think they're going to go with Alan Wake 2 for best art direction. But personally, I'm going to choose Super Mario. So I'm going to vote for Super Mario. If y'all don't know, I enjoy Mario immensely as a gaming character. All right. <clears throat> best narrative. So best narrative, we have Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Final Fantasy 16, and Marvel Spider-Man 2. Guess which one I'm going to go with. Obviously, Spider-Man 2. Come on now. There's no better narrative than my favorite Christian, uh, fictional creation of all time. I know y'all may have thought I was hating on it at the beginning, saying it was a buggy mess. But still, when it comes to storytelling and when it comes to putting together a, a likable superhero, I don't think there's any arc better and more relatable than Peter Parker's as far as the ability to balance both light uh the ability to balance two lives and one life may suffer because of the thrive because of you thriving in another life right like everybody's balancing things in their life but it's the way that they portray it with spider-man obviously we're not balancing with saving the world or going out nightly to beat up bad guys but you know whether it's your homework uh whether it's school work personal relationships you're always balancing something and i feel like spider-man is the best portrayal of one thing affecting another affecting another and never i mean obviously things could have synergy but i think peter shows in the best way what it actually looks like to have a real uh realistic balance of your life you know things are going to falter and it's going to be highs and lows for everything so for that best narrative by far is going to marvel spider-man 2 because even uh beyond that i mean venom's in the game like come on now like <laughs> somebody's gonna take those 19 inches you know what i mean so anyways uh best narrative <laughs> goes to spider-man uh 2 and best game direction best game direction is interesting because that goes into I don't know. I feel like that's a trick question. Like, is direction like multi-direction or is it just like direction? Because one direction, I would have to say Spider-Man. Multi-direction, I would have to say Baldur's Gate because it has so many different outcomes and things you could customize throughout the story. So, to not be biased, I'm going to say that it's talking about like all type of directions. So, I'm going to say Baldur's Gate 3 will probably win this category. But me personally, I'm going to have to go with Spider-Man 2 as that direction is a direction I always want to be taking on. Like, I will take a Spider-Man movie 10 times 
a year if I could. So, um, yeah, I'm going with Spider-Man 2 for best game direction. And plus, they changed up so much. Like, Spider-Man 2 changed up so much when it came to game direction. Like, I'm not going to spoil it because I don't know if y'all still want to play the game or are playing the game. But there's so many different uh, directions they take with iconic characters that you don't see coming that I think personally would deserve it of would make it deserving of um, best game direction. Finally, we have game of the year, recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. Simply put, all of these games, most of these games do not belong on this list. Super Mario Bros, Legend of Zelda, Resident Evil 4 is three I can name off the top of my head. Why in the world is all three of these games on this list? Now, I know what you're saying. How on earth are you going to disrespect Mario after you just chose it to win multiple categories? Well, let me tell you something. Either Mario or Zelda needs to be on this list because both of these are Nintendo games. You telling me every single game that Nintendo puts out is a game of the year contender? I think not. So you pick for Mario and Zelda. So that leaves one. Obviously, I'm going to take Mario. So I think Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, and Mario should be on this list. But as far as the additions, obviously, you know, I got to go with my personal pick, Jedi Survivor. And then for number six, I would have to say either Armored Core or Remnant 2. I'm leaning more towards Armored Core, but I think simply because Bandai Namco already had a Game of the Year winner and Elden Ring, they didn't want to make it seem like they was biased or whatever. Even though Armored Core is a fantastic, phenomenal game coming off the heels of Elden Ring. Like imagine having back-to-back hits like a Bandai Namco. So with that being said, Game of the year is obviously going to go to Baldur's Gate 3. I really don't think it's any type of competition. Um, people have been saying it from day one since it launched. So I believe them. I've watched enough. I've researched enough. I've read enough about Baldur's Gate 3 to know that it gives you so much bang for your buck. You could literally start playing that game at the start of this year and still wouldn't be done with it because it's so many hours and so many outcomes. You could. It's literally like Mass Effect, but just a much more extensive game and and it's turn-based so it's not like you know the gameplay is not the same but Baldur's Gate 3 gives you so much bang for your buck if that was the only game you purchased in one year you would still be satisfied because you could do so many things that you didn't or wasn't able to do and your first second third fourth playthrough so game of the year by far in a way I would have to say will have to go to Baldur's Gate 3 and personally since my favorite game on here, Jedi Survivor, isn't on this list, I will pick out of the picking or add out of the selections. And I would have to say that if I was picking out of the selections that they forced me to choose from, I'll probably say Game of the Year should go to Baldur's Gate 3. Only reason I can't say Spider-Man 2 is simply because it was a buggy mess. So I don't even think that like... Well, if a game comes out buggy mess, that's like if Cyberpunk 2077, even though it's not because that was 10 times worse. But it's like if a buggy game was nominated for game of the year. Oh, wait. We have Marvel. We already have that. <laughs> not a split. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Baldur's Gate 3. 
um, for game of the year. And I think that's it. So yeah, we're done. So yeah, those are all the categories. Obviously, I, I chose Bardergate for uh, game of the year. Actually, let me go. Let me start from the bottom. Best esports event. I don't even know none of that. I don't know none of that. Mm -mm. Nope. Nope. <laughs> all right. Best at best adaptation. I chose a Mario Bros. movie. The well, Super Mario Bros. movie. Uh, best multiplayer. I chose the Mario game. The Mario Wonder game from Nintendo. Best sports and racing. I think I chose Forza. Uh, let's see. Best family game. I chose Super Mario Wonder. Best fighting game, obviously, I chose Street Fighter 6. Best RPG, I chose Baldur's Gate. Best action adventure, went to <sighs> Jedi Survivor. And it's only nomination in this entire award show. Sad day in history. Best action game, went to Armored Core. Best VR, I don't care about that. Uh, best, best community support, I gave this Cyberpunk 2077. Simply for the fans clamoring for the developers of respawn to fix the game and they actually fixed the game wait not respawn was it no cd project red i'm tripping the um fans clamoring for cd project red to fix cyberpunk 2077 and they actually went in and fixed the game so kudos to them so i'm gonna say cyberpunk 2077 because of the fans asking for something being given something and then coming back and giving drove like immense amount of support uh support so as far as best community support cyberpunk 2077 best ongoing it would have to be fortnite i don't even think it's close games for impact i don't even know what that is uh innovation the accessibility i went with spider-man 2 uh i did recognize it had a lot of accessibility options like me being partly colorblind i was able to change uh spider-man's um spider sense to blue so that when you know you're in danger from like a rocket or whatever like you, it would change colors more distinctly because if it changed from i think it was like orange to red or something like that some type of shade i couldn't see so i changed it from blue so when it i was in danger it went from red to blue if that makes sense anyways but yeah so that's just an example of accessibility i guess i should have brought that up in the category but hey i'm bringing it up now so <laughs> um y'all didn't know i'm partly colorblind so i really do need stuff like that sometimes because shades are are very tricky for me and colors certain uh combinations start to flip-flop as far as like messing with my eyes so um i guess i could speak to that huh that's crazy anyways uh best performance Gave the Yuri Lowenthal for Spider-Man 2, of course. Best audio design, Alan Wake 2. Just because it's a horror game, I feel like those always have the best audio um, sounds. Best score of music. Obviously, I gave it a Hi-Fi Rush. I mean, a game simply about music should probably win Game of the Year. Oh, not Game of the Year. Should probably win the, the category for music or based on music. But I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see. Best art direction. I give it to Super Mario Wonder, as I do believe that if we're talking about art, Mario has some of the best artistic. He has some of the best art ever created in a video game. 
are some of the best art ever portrayed in a video game. So I'm gonna go at Super Mario Wonder because obviously they was trying to do stuff in this game. Best narrative, I went with Spider-Man 2. I mean, come on. Best fictional character of all time, in my humble opinion. And as far as best narrative, Insomniac really knew what they was doing with the character to the point that everybody, and I mean everybody, had to give it up to the to uh to them. So yeah. I think they would definitely deserve best narrative. Best game direction. Obviously, I had to go with my personal bias again when with Spider-Man 2, even though I know it's gonna go to like an Alan Wake or a Baldur's Gate 3. But personally, I would say Marvel Spider-Man 2. And then game of the year. At that point, I just had to give it up. Baldur's Gate is by far and away the consensus to win game of the year everybody thinks it's one of the best games of all time has one of the best ratings of all time best scores from critics it's just one of those games where it captivates everything that comes with customizable options that reminds me of mass effect but really in a turn-based type style as far as mechanics so it's not for everybody of course but for those who it's for I think by far and away, it's definitely game of the year. So those are the 2023. Let me see if I can go home. Uh, yeah. So those are the uh, nominees for the Game Awards that's happening December 7th in Peacock Theater. And what else? What's something else I had on my... The worst schedule... Uh... The war ceremonies, excuse me, ceremony <laughs> is scheduled for December 7th, 2023. Uh, obviously, you see the Peacock Theater, Los Angeles. So it's also, as you can see at the bottom, I don't know if you can see that. Uh, now you should be able to see it. Um, it's streaming live on all platforms. And it's the global celebration of video games. And I definitely do agree with that because the Game Awards is one of those type of events where all the gamers tune in to either clown it, praise it, or do a little bit of both. So can't wait to see the the jean and suit jacket with the shirt combination and people just hor horrendously dressed at these Game Awards shows. I can't wait to see the... the uh, the atrocious amount of matching that comes with these outfits because if there's one thing about the gaming community is um you know as far as style and cool points it's at an all-time low and i don't mean all time as far as like it used to be high because it wasn't <laughs> but you know I always have to point out how you know they tried their best but they ultimately fail at the end of the day but hey they still got that suit jacket and shirt combination so December 7th is when this is all going down as far as the actual winners being announced. So click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think about the Game Award nominees and who do you think was snubbed? And also, more importantly, what is your pick for the best game of the year in 2023? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.